Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 301 for Friday episode. Well, Friday, March. Oh, shit. Friday episode uh, March 301. 318-2022. <laughs> That's my favorite Bible verse. The 18th yeah. of March, 2022. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Jesse Brown. Here I am. And here we are. Just a freaking, just just a freaking uh, fortnight since uh, Elden Ring has has dropped and uh, uh, freaking hot mess. I'm yeah. It's just funny. I'm about to I'm about to throw you for a loop because I had this thought last night and never said anything to you, and now we're in the midst of recording the podcast. Were you, what, is it like uh, were you sitting there <laughs> no. playing Elden Ring with me co-op last night, thinking, and then you just had the realization. This sucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no. Yesterday we talked. It was like, yeah, we could, uh, we can talk about Elden Ring more. But I thought, um, what I'd actually like to do is I was gonna throw in my two cents for uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, chug a choo, chug a chug a choo choo. I, I thought maybe next week we could recap because that would definitely give us a lot further perspective of Elden Ring. Uh, okay, well let's do it. it the, let's just it, do an Elden Ring update then. Uh, I will yeah. say. I am, uh, you know, uh, two two down, two on the crown. Uh, up, 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 oh, out. does that you've gotten two major victories? I'm at the second one still, but I think by the time okay. listeners hear this, I will have defeated it. I'm I'm being okay. optimistic. Um, what level are you? Have you surpassed 69, or are you still a? 69? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I'm level 80 now with my uh, oh dang. my main okay. character. Um, primo primary my my secondary character is 65 i think um so yeah i started a character played co-op with jesse uh yeah and uh yeah so almost caught up to myself completely very quickly yeah. within like a day just because mm-hmm. that uh, something about souls games once you've played them for like 100 hours you suddenly realize <laughs> you're a lot better at playing souls games <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it does. This, there is a wall, <laughs> and this is no exception. But like, it's also the oh man, it is so, so much fun. It is yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I can't. The multiplayer is working very well too. It was definitely yeah. our first like foray into this type of you know like th- we haven't played a Souls game multiplayer yet. No, not really. No, this is a first. Like yeah, there's I played a little bit of Ashen, but yeah, nothing nothing noteworthy nothing like this the elden ring yeah. it's so expansive and there's so much to see and do and then to explore it with another person just adds a whole other level of depth to the experience it is it does have its weird quirks for multiplayer mm-hmm. but once you get used to them and kind of just accept that the reality of what's I, available I, <laughs> I guess uh yeah. it, it's a lot of fun um, I think the two major things, and one thing that is very noteworthy for anybody who is playing with a friend right now, Derek and I spent a, a decent amount of time before Derek had the realization of, hey, I bet the reason that we can't summon each other is because we both defeated all of the major bosses in this area. Yeah. That was that was a big one, because we were in an open world, and it's like, I don't know, I've we've restarted our routers and our modems and our... <laughs> PS5. I put my sign down. Like, Where are you? <laughs> my sign is right freaking here. Are you sure we're at the same bonfire? Are you sure we're at the same site of grace? <laughs> put it under the donkey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I swear. Right next to the, the sign that says dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We definitely did a lot of tri-finger butthole this week. So it was... Uh, uh, 
a lot of oh man i i can't even say it i almost did but for Derek's sanity i didn't yeah Um, thank you we'll just say there's been a lot of finger talk that's uh that is the (sighs) safest way to say it because everything you can't say the word finger around jesse uh, without jesse (laughs) turning it into (laughs) into i just talking plainly i'm talking very (laughs) casually i'm saying normal things the game you you have to legitimately i'm I'm, I'm always normal very normal you have to put your finger down Mm -hmm. and then someone else has to host of fingers the furl finger the yeah the stinky finger yes lots of fingers so we've been having a lot of finger talk lately and i've enjoyed it i think one of my favorite parts is the how much Derek hasn't enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, just why not? Uh, uh. Yeah, it's you know I think just wash your hands, folks. Yeah, if yeah. you're gonna play, make sure if you're gonna play with a friend, make sure you wash your hands. That's for <laughs> sure. There's a lot of finger stuff going on. You gotta yeah, wash your hands. Tons. <laughs> you're either looking for them or putting them down. <laughs> well, this is a podcast about video games, and and one of the video games that we love to play is. Uh, Wow, no, that's terrible. Uh, damn it. This <laughs> I don't, is a, well, I don't, okay, let me try. Uh, this is a podcast about video games. This is a games. podcast about fingers. <laughs> hey, folks. Hey, folks. Let me let me give it another try. Uh, this is a podcast <laughs> about uh, this is a podcast about games, and one of the hottest new releases of the year is Horizon Forbidden West. Jesse, take tell us all about the coolest and uh, the the top tips and tricks from your time with the Horizon. In reality, I didn't expect you to put me on the spot like this, so I'll do my best. Um, no, I um, <laughs> I have now, at this point, completed Horizon Forbidden West in its entirety. Oh, got the Platinum Trophy on it. I was worried like, there for a moment that you might drop uh, it. Uh, oh, no, I told this, you I got the Platinum. This sweet, these sweet fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Dude, you have been trying to entice me with your fingers for <laughs> at least a week or two. Which, But I am glad, I am glad that I finished. Uh, so okay horizon for those who aren't aware post-apocalypse where uh a uh ai has in its attempt to rebuild uh earth after the apocalypse uh seeded the planet with all sorts of different robots who have different designations uh and are designed to kind of both heal the land and kind of rebuild the ecosystem uh, thing is, whoopsie, uh-oh, something's wrong with some of these robots. They're going evil. That was the first game. Uh, mm-hmm. And you kind of figure out what's going on there. And then uh, realize there's maybe a greater threat. And then that's where Horizon Forbidden West begins. Um, mm-hmm. Do I need to set the table any further there? No, uh, <laughs> and that's that, that's a great... that's a, no, that, that is a perfect, like, laydown of, like, where you start. So it's... Um, I mean, this this does pick up right where uh, the previous game ends. Oh, now, and all those machines and robots did, are dinosaurs. Sorry, I've got to even say that. Well, but. and they're, they're not even just dinosaurs. Like, they, they definitely pull from, like, everything. Um, oh, okay. Like, there are definitely a lot of them that are... There are a lot that are dinosaur-esque. Then mm-hmm. there are also a lot that are like this looks like a deer. Oh and yeah, this yeah, yeah. looks like uh, you know what I mean. Like uh, this looks and like it a goat. Acts like a deer too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like legitimately, <laughs> yeah. That's like oh, you can only find them in forests, and they they graze on the grass. You know what I mean? Like they are basically robotic, but they also have real animals in the world too. So you'll be like oh. Look at there's a raccoon. Oh look at there's a robot raccoon. <laughs> it's it's they have the robot uh, raccoon, uh, raccoon is for for collecting shiny objects of the apocalypse. Uh, 
It's well, in that, that is the weird thing is you kill the normal animals to uh, to craft like uh, pieces of gear that will increase inventory space for certain weapons because each weapon has its own ammo type, and then you have to have uh, a gear holder for that <laughs> ammo type. So, like harvesting these real world animals allows you to increase your inventory slots for those specific weapons. Um, but the gate, like honestly, part part of the beauty of it too is just seeing the creativity of what people can come up with. Totally. Um, one of the one of the new machines that they've added for this time around is like it, it's basically like a hooded cobra and it is so awesome like i i it blows my mind how these developers can build these creatures that are like it's like uh the transformers movies when the transformer movie first came out where you're like man it's like it's a full-bodied entity that like you see so many individual little pieces and parts like every little detail is just yeah. so specific um and they all Every they all go together tendon of the t-rex is is there is there yeah and, and not even that but every mechanical piece of this thing has its own unique identifier like oh you know this this uh animal has these cooling things on its back which if you use normal ammo, it's just you a can squirrel with a butt that you're talking about <laughs> well i'm picturing like in general like they all have these canisters but like the bigger ones you know they have more stuff that you can uh inspect a bigger um, butt a bigger butt lots more butts lots more junk in the trunk so you get a <laughs> lot more pieces out of it um but but the the flip side of that is it's like oh that uh canister is also weak to this ammo type so if you hit it with that it's going to trigger an elemental attack and do you know massive damage or shock the creature or whatever but anyways i'm definitely getting ahead of myself but um I, and I don't want to say anything too much about the story. The story does pick up uh, where the other one like, ends The last off. one takes place in, beautiful. like, Colorado. This one takes place in San Francisco? San Francisco. Yeah. yeah there's, uh, I, I think it's... Like a thousand it, years yeah. post-apocalypse kind of thing. Like, society yeah. has rebuilt itself. And uh, those who have, you know... I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you are, I mean, the game is called Forbidden West and you are traveling West in the game. Um, but it, it follows along very cleanly. The story is fantastic. Um, I, the one thing I will say is they left it explosively open-ended. Like I, it seems <laughs> like they, it doesn't seem like they're trying to plan for like, uh, I don't think there's going to be resolution with any expansions that come out. And if anything, it doesn't even seem like, uh, it seems that the way that they left it open is bigger than what you even accomplish in the game itself. You know what I mean? If that if that Weird. translates in any way, okay. yeah, it's like it's like fit, it's like watching a like the TV end of Mass series. Effect or something. Like, how can Not they make e another game in this series now that everyone's a half synthetic, half human, or whatever? Yeah, I mean it. It's it's one of those. I mean, there is. There is a lot of story, and the story definitely has twists and turns that I would not have expected. Um, they are like I'm a big fan. I'm like a you fan play of the as, way that you play as Aloy, who has mm -hmm. uh, the ability to kind of communicate with robots. Now, control yeah, robots. Yeah, you you, you find um, a piece of like ancient antique, uh, like a, a, I guess air quotes, in reality, antique. it's like a. 
yeah, it's like a relic, but the relic itself is like a very high-end computer that attaches to the side of your head. A very high-end Bluetooth to... earpiece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, it gives you sight beyond sight. Like you, the internet. you can examine things. Yeah, it basically connects your brain. It's it's the uh, sentience, computer sentience. You become an AI. No, yeah. um, I'm definitely going to be giving people the wrong idea of what happens. But uh, which is so weird because this game takes a very strong turn in a way that like i picture this aligned with real world and seeing the way people react in the real world i'm like well that right there is definitely one of the the, one of the biggest farces to to picture um and and i can't say more than that without like giving stuff away and i don't i do not want to spoil anything so um it 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 is it is the story overall fantastic i'm glad they left it open-ended i am excited about the gameplay so i remember in the first horizon you're you know you're sneaking through bush red bushes uh Mm -hmm. running around shooting parts off of dinosaurs to kill them uh Mm -hmm. with a variety of different bow-like weapons and implements Mm -hmm. uh and uh what what so yeah how is that They've expanded on everything. They have added, like, they've kept all of the same weapons. They have added a lot of new weapons. Um, They've added some new elements. They've added uh, new techniques that you learn. It's way more RPG-based where there's, like, levels and you are getting skill points and you're using those skill points to build out all of these super crazy skill trees, like whether you want to customize in... Um, you know, mechanics like for taking over robots and doing stuff like that, or do you want to specialize in like the land where you're harvesting? At the end of the game, did you have like a spec or did you kind of have everything? Kind of had everything. By the time I was done, I was putting points into stuff that you could only use like they they have this they added another uh they they added a ton of new systems as well which is really cool but at the same time like it 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 can become a little cumbersome. Yeah. There there is stuff that I played the entirety of the game without ever even using. Like and the glider. There are things... You never touched the glider, right? I use the glider a lot. I <laughs> use the, the glider a lot. That's that like was the one big thing they added to. gameplay thing that I've seen that's been like, oh, that's new and cool. Uh, yep. There's a they glider something to, else to, to get yeah, around. They, they add a lot of cool features. So there's a bunch of mobility. other stuff like that, but you don't want to – it's I, spoilery. Could you – Could you? I, I mean, this is right off the bat too, but you can um, uh, ride a, a few of the things yeah. that you tame. So yeah, you, and you I, could do, do that in the you, first could game. You do that in the first one. Yeah. Okay. They definitely they they definitely expand. Find like a, uh, one of those oxen things, and you just like run up and pop hop right on. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, and I think they do the exact same thing in this as well. So it definitely they 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 increase that a little bit too. They uh, expand on that a little bit. Um, they add some more systems. You to get like, like a, uh, a Ford Mustang. Yeah, exactly. You actually, you actually unlock the Transformer Bumber, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Uh, so it's a Bumblebee. An so that they have copyright laws. Yeah, it's, it's a Transformer. His name is actually Mumblebee, and that's why I stuttered it out so badly. Right, guys, so um, my name's Mumblebee. Mum- uh, get into my transform. I mean, transmorphing compartment. By transformer. Get inside my. I'm a car. Get inside me while I transform. Wait till I put my finger down. Oh boy. That's exactly what he said. But anyways, um, so yeah, the the gameplay is definitely enhanced. But the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is the visuals. This game is so pretty. It like <laughs> the world, 
the different environments, uh, like the map is massive. So, I mean, it's covering all sorts of landscapes where, you know, you might be in a desert or a forest or a mountainscape or on a beach or like there, there are it's, it's so one of those landscapes or within like, is it one of those landscapes where they're like within two square kilometers, somehow every climate exists? Like, no, so if you, I, if well, you run I mean, for yeah, five minutes in, in one direction, it's suddenly magma. And then five minutes in the other direction, it's suddenly like snow. Yeah, or, it, I don't it know. definitely is like no, but and they make sense. It's not like okay. you go from the top of a mountain to a beach, but uh, <laughs> it, it, but it is. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like you don't have to travel far where all of a sudden you're like, I'm on top of a mountain. Now yeah. I'm inside of a forest. Now I'm in a grassland. Now I'm on a beach. <laughs> now I'm in sunny you know? San Francisco. <laughs> exactly. So it, it is like I said, there is some. A little bit of that but at the same time i mean we got to be realistic i mean you can't there's only so big they can make the map and also have all of these cool features in oh there. for sure yeah um, i know yeah so uh, so i i did not fault them at all for any of that um but again the the graphics are just the background visuals are insane the uh animals that they make like the actual creatures are insane the concept artists of this game like 10 out of 10 chef's kiss what a great job um the biggest thing too this and i didn't notice this in the first game but the whole game is like a cutscene. the oh, entirety like, like of God the of game War style? yeah so there there are a lot of scenes like the the majority of the game is built on scenes where you interact with an npc and then you have a lot of dialogue options so it's kind of mm -hmm. like a not necessarily a choose your own adventure but it's more of choose how much context you want how much of the story do you want like you might talk to a person and it'll be like hey uh okay well this is who i am and this is who you are and uh this is the overall objective i want you to complete and then it's like you have options of being like how did you come upon this objective why are you trying to do this objective what do i need to do to complete so this objective are like for any, you do you make any like story changing choices like that or is it more just like mm -hmm. There's a lot of depth there, there, but it's not like you're not like, uh, you know, again, mass affecting your way through the place. No, 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 no. There mm -hmm. are there are at in my opinion, there are at most a few uh, areas or from what I recall, there are only a few areas where it's like, OK, you have a choice, but it doesn't seem like what you choose will in any way affect the game. Yeah. Um, like towards the end, I made you're given a like a. I guess what you would I would consider a relatively big choice, but by the time the game ended, it didn't seem that whichever <laughs> choice I would have made would have mattered at all. Like it's <laughs> all it did was just change a couple of the cutscenes that you see. Yeah. Um, it's like so, and it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, like in in reality, like that is like that's exactly what it, I experienced, and it, like there is no paragon or renegade path right, there right. is no like, no, that's like fine. it is that's that's, yeah. that's fine i mean that's there's nothing yeah, wrong it with is that unreal. it's it's a uh, it's just a uh... yeah and like i said too like the, the dialogue isn't like uh you're choosing responses to something somebody's saying to you it's more of like I said, how much of the story do you want to see? Like, mm. you know, they'll give you five dialogue options. Like, yeah, you, you can, can either just hear cut more, to the quick or you can just go kill the five goats that are that are wrecking this guy's yeah, tavern, it, it, whatever the fuck. Exactly. Like, they even put a little icon next to it, like a quest marker icon, where it's like, you're ready to get the fuck out of here. How is this the is exploration the you want. Uh, when compared to something like how we've been, you know, explore you? Okay, so 
it's, it's hard to get it's... out of the Elden Ring mindset, but like in Elden Ring, it's a lot of like, what the fuck is over here? What the fuck is that? Oh my god, I have no fucking idea where I'm going. Oh Jesus, why the? Oh my god. Um, yeah. As opposed to like kind that. of like the older school style, where it's like, okay, here's the area, here's the markers I gotta go to. I'm gonna kind of line this up and uh, head out in my adventure and get these markers and do these things. Is it's it more like that? that? It's that. And now, again, to the, like, th- this is all part of the first game. They didn't really change this aspect, but there are, uh, like, a unique monster called a tall neck, which basically looks like a giraffe with, like, a giant satellite dish on its head. Brachiosaurus. And, and same as, uh, yeah, I guess. A tall neck. Little foot yeah. from Land Before Time, but big. Dude, but it definitely, it. It does not have a tail, though. Like I said, it is way oh, closer okay, to like okay. a giraffe than it is. It does not have like a. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know your brachiosaurus and brontosaurus and everything, but they have some pretty freaking long tails. They have some pretty um, big tails. They need to balance when yeah. they when they jump up to to get the tallest leaf on that tree and then slam exactly. down, when, surprising yeah. all around and just causing Grant, Doctor Grant, to uh, weep in wonder and, and awe. It's, it's more about, you know, I understand that these guys are going after as many tree stars as they can, but it's, you know, these aren't, they're, they are tall necks, but they're not long necks. They have <laughs> long necks, but they're tall necks. Um, but anyways, so the, the way that the map plays out is you can see the entirety of the map from the beginning of the game with a fog of war on it, mm-hmm. um, like a legitimate fog. And if you walk through the area, it will clear the fog and show stuff that's on it. If you get to a tall neck and, like, access it, because everything everything in this game is a puzzle. There is right. puzzles fucking everywhere. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, look at that old ruin. And then you, like, walk up to a door with a key, and you're like, oh, I bet if I find the key, I can get through the door. And then you <laughs> do that, and then it's like, oh, I need to figure out the pathing to get to this unique item that I can clearly see from the outside so i know it's in there i just need to figure out how to get it and it's all everything is puzzle games of open open this hidden door and move this box and i guess in reality it sounds like i got tired of it by the end i i I didn't get tired of it per se but it is it is the loop you know it is a formula Um, yeah it is yeah it's everything's that formula um which isn't bad but it's like you know that's to to set expectations i guess like it is one of those kind of games like for uh, sure, but uh, and it's a very the, it, sounds it, like it's a very good one of those kind of games though. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, if if it sounds negative, I don't mean it to. Um, but again, now if you can solve the puzzle of the tall neck and get to the top of it and scan it, what it'll do is it will reveal a portion of the map by removing the fog of war um but it'll still be all kind of grayed out so you still it'll basically show you major objectives mm-hmm. like uh, question marks like there's something to see here or to yeah. find here or uh, you know um another thing that they do really well is they mark where certain machines are because i mean they yeah are, so like, it's like i need a brand to go new get ecosystem. some some fuel converters and i know that raptor yeah. tigers drop those so i need to go to the raptor yeah. tiger den and get those fuel converters right now because i need them to craft my level 17 legendary blunder bow that's exactly it that is 100 percent it i need to upgrade this item and it requires these parts and these parts come off this creature and this creature can be found right here um <laughs> and they did actually make they made the game incredibly convenient because you can even like you can select it um, where you're like, man, I really want more ammo for my hunter bow. So you will like click a button and it will set that as a quest marker. Oh, and it will literally yeah. put a point on your map of like, 
hey, in order to do that, you need to get duck feathers. You can find ducks in this location. Does it like you put know, a so. put a put like a reticle on every duck you see? Like no, target acquired. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, what it does is it'll put like a large yellow like swath on the ground and then it's like, okay, I know in this area is it this area is an area that ducks can spawn <laughs> and then you have to hunt for them yourself. You know, you have to uh, ping around and, and see like literally find them yourself to hunt them down and then hopefully RN Jesus is on your side and it <laughs> drops the actual item you need because um, there's that the whole game is RNG for a lot of things. Um, but again, like I said, uh, to, to even go back and touch on how beautiful this game is and the attention to detail, it is it is definitely by far probably one of the most beautiful games I've played. Uh, again, on Derek's right, it is definitely God of War level uh, beauty. Like, just attention to detail on the part where you're like seeing so a, vibrant. A, a tiny reflection in a bead of sweat on the upper lip of a character <laughs> that you've talked Jeez. to for three seconds. <laughs> like, I mean, like they, they're the putting this in detail there. in. Yeah. Like they're putting this detail into a character that you may only interact with for 30 seconds for the entirety of the game. You'll never see this character again. And it is, it is like that through the entirety of the game. Um, I will see you after, or say after playing it, as long as I did, uh, like you, you do start to see a little bit of like, man, every single character in the game has the exact same midriff. Uh, like it, they, yeah. they, like they might have, they might have the the head of a seventy year old woman, but they oh, definitely but have they keep the, the midriff of a twenty year old. They keep <laughs> yeah, it tight. Like, it's like for some reason I, they must have a bunch of banana clips holding the skin on the back <laughs> so that it's taut on the front. Because uh, that that oh, yeah. that neck, that turkey neck doesn't go with that belly. Yeah. Um, so, and not to sh body shame by any means uh, is not what I'm going for. But I'm just saying you could you could see that. Um, and one of the other things that you could uh, I, I would notice is you could see where they would do the uh, random character shuffle where you'd yeah. be like. I've, oh, I've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. face totally. before on that body with that voice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it's like, oh, they have you know different war paint and a different hairstyle, but I can tell that that I've seen that character model before. Yeah. Um, it is very few and far between where I noticed it, so I'm sure I am being hyper picky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just trying. Like, I'm just saying, it, if I had to pick a flaw, like. You know, yeah. and it's not even bad. It's not one thing, bad. One thing I very much remember from playing through Horizon, the first Horizon game, is how scary it could be sometimes when a big fucking monster appears for the first time. Are there a lot of moments mm. like that in this one? Like, where, Ye like, whoa, oh, how, how the fuck am I going to beat that <laughs> kind of moments? Yeah, yeah, there there definitely are. There are definitely a lot of, like, hey, this is the first time I was introduced to this demon. Like, <laughs> I don't know who came up with this nightmare creature. Um <laughs> They definitely have a handful of those in there, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, that is like there. I was still excited about stuff. I wasn't yeah. just I wasn't just playing the same game over again. Um, like I said, with the the way the storyline played out and the how long new weapon did it take you to things. platinum it? Oh, you said I you checked. It, it was yes, and and that was the other thing. It was a very easy platinum, which mm. I honest I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I. I'm a fan of going for the platinum trophy on games, but there's a fine line between, you know, when am I just wasting my time? For like, yeah. I can I can only attempt to, to, you know, beat this 
same drinking game 150,000 times before I just say, fuck it, I don't care. You still uh, did it, though, in Watch Dogs. I, you still did I it. I did. That's exactly the one I was referring to as well. That's exactly what I was referring to. You still to. did it. I, I spent so much time. You're right. I did do it. But, man. <laughs> I mean, that's I can't tell you the amount of games that I have where I am one trophy away from a platinum where I just I threw in the towel because I'm, like, I'm just beating my head against a wall. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, it, it was a very and, – and me just to say, like you asked, like, you know, how long was it? I did check. My playtime was like 72 hours. That okay, was my playtime. Okay. And with that, Playtime to platinum. Did, yes, yes. And, and I don't even know that I did half the game. Oh. Like, there are still question marks all over my map. There are vantage points I didn't do. There are the secret items I didn't get. There, and on the flip side of that, there are things that I did – that I didn't need to do. Like one of the things that I assumed would be a trophy, um, like another to, sorry to, to jump in like this, but the, I had heard that try not to look at the trophy list if you can avoid it, because there's a lot of spoilers in the trophy list. Yeah. If you go through to try and see the trophy list ahead of schedule. I mean, that's, you could say that about any game, but yes, that is true. (laughs) But I, I have heard this one specifically, like it was of like, I saw articles about it. So that, that gives me a clue that it's a little more aggressive than normal. Um, but again, uh, with this, like, one of the things that I did was I made sure that I maxed out all of the uh, uh, upgrades for the ammo pouches, and there were a lot of them. Like, I spent probably multiple hours doing it, and then when I finally upgraded the final upgrade on the you last ammo pouch a, that I had. You expecting an achievement there? Or a trophy? Exactly. I was expecting <laughs> a trophy to drop, and I didn't get one, and I was like, son Fucking of a bunch. Fucking millennials. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I just spent all this time, you know, uh, harvesting lob, you know, mint-conditioned lobster shells so that I could upgrade my ammo pouch for a weapon that I wouldn't ever use in the <laughs> entirety the of the game blaster. in the first place. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, there are definitely things I didn't do or I did do that I didn't need to do. And even by the time I finished the game and had the platinum trophy, like I would think that it would take me easily another 70 hours to like clear the map. And like, you know, um, another thing that they added to this time around, which I really enjoyed um, was they added uh, a a new mini game inside of the game, which is like a, it almost seems to be like a trend. I remember when Witcher three came out, it had Gwent, Gwent was oh, super yeah. popular. Dude, like it yeah, is so totally. popular that it's got its like standalone game now. Um and then a lot of other games that just come up with weird little mini games. Yeah, games and games, game. man. That's the shit. Exactly. So they do that with this one and they add a game called uh oh, shit. I literally just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um Machine Strike. That's what it's called. So Machine Strike is another mini game that they added and it is very unique it is also very good um they makes me think put, of micro machines it uh micro machines what's those small cars yeah little cars and jets and shit kind of or, or is, desert strike the sega genesis is, game urban strike yeah this is definitely way more it's like chess it, oh, it, okay. i guess the the closest <laughs> thing i would equate it to it but but the cool thing about it is it's like chess but you get to choose your own chess pieces and there are that's an interesting you know, idea a, yeah there are <laughs> like 30 different nights. types of chess pieces that that's like that is legitimately what this is so you are like hey you know what like uh they're in the so overall what they do is the pieces in the game 
uh, which you will acquire throughout your play. There are certain vendors that will sell certain pieces. You unlock certain pieces by completing quests or beating other people at Machine Strike. Um, each enemy that or each uh, uh, challenger that you face, um, it's usually the same thing where they'll have three different boards. The boards are different, not necessarily every time, but each like each board that you play on, like how different that person like, will be different. Or, or what's different um, about them? Is it like there's they suddenly have, they magma have traps? Oh, I see. Basically, yeah. So like the the piece, the board pieces themselves have different height, and the height uh, is determined also by like uh, the terrain. So like mountain is the tallest, and then like might be uh, you know forest below that, and then might be hills below that, and then might be valleys below that. So uh, and that also plays a role in damage output for your piece. And then on top of that, uh, well the the other thing about the pieces is they are all based on the creatures that you find throughout the world. I see. So like. The super weak. Who are you, you versing in these on. games? Like just NPCs they're, that they're are people around. In towns. They're like you yeah, want a machine NP- battle. He throws out. They're they're in the, his they're the towns that you find. That's basically <laughs> well, what it is. You find machine strike tables at like every major hub. So it's like, oh, you found a new town. It's like you you pretty much know off the bat. You find a new town. That means it's probably gonna have like uh, clothing dyer, which that's another new feature. It's probably oh, that's a face cool. painter, which that's a new feature. It's also um, cool. You have to collect the resources in order to actually have the dyers and face painters use them for you. So it's like, oh, you, I like that face paint, but I actually need to harvest that specific type of dye yeah. in order for this person to put it on me. Yeah. Um, you you need also to kill 10 beavers to get their glands to make the, the brown dye. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, they're always like flowers on the side of a mountain. But they are region specific, so it'll be like it'll be one of those things where I never had to go out on my way to find the stuff. I always had it on me, but I also am like pick up everything you can see all the time, right, no matter yeah. what. <laughs> so you know, I, I definitely go out of my way to pick up a zillion things. Um, but again, uh, Machine Strike, it is very unique. Uh, the overall premise of it is like you uh have 10 victory points and each piece that you pick will have uh, a victory point allotted to it like if the enemy defeats it that's how many points they'll get for defeating it but that also scales with the benefits of the piece so oh, okay so bigger piece may get better pieces it, have cost more and would you yes. lose more if you lose it kind of thing Exactly, but they're also way stronger. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this piece might, you know, this piece might be six victory points, but it has the highest attack damage of any piece. It's got the most movement of any piece. It's got special abilities where it's like, you know, if you hit an enemy, it will, you know, knock the enemy back. It may mm-hmm. have better range. Like, there are so many stats. I guess there's not so many. There's like four, like five stats to each piece. But in reality, to me, it's a lot because to come up with those numbers for everything and then on top of that be like, okay, you know, this is a ranged piece or this is a push piece or like because everything gets categorized too. the long and short of it is it is incredibly in depth and incredibly well thought out. It is very unique, and it's awesome that they put it into the game. It's they good also, when the games that they put awesome. in other games are good games. When it's not like yeah. just some shitty side thing. It's like okay, whatever. I don't want to deal with this. Like, yeah, just to say it, like it could be a very successful standalone um, uh, indie <laughs> game, like on its own. Like it wouldn't have had to be in this, and it would have been successful as like a small indie game. 
Um, so that that is really cool to see that they actually put that much time into it as well. So, And again, that's the thing. If that's not your thing, you don't like the board game aspects of stuff, you don't even have to do it. It doesn't affect you at all in the entirety of the game. But I am happy that they put it in there. Um, that's great. But I also was like, I was dreading the thought of having to go to every town and beat every uh, machine strike <laughs> to champion get to get a trophy. Yeah. Yes. And then when I, like, by the time I completed the game and was like, oh, okay, I beat the story, uh, now I can actually look at the trophy list and see what I was missing. I was only missing four trophies. Oh, and shit. And none nice. of them were that hard to get. So, <laughs> like I said, I, you know, I have no clue what the time would take to actually get the Platinum Trophy if you were just trying to blast through it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you'd want to. The game checks all the boxes. Yeah, and overall in my a opinion, solid spe- yeah, way to it, spend your time. Mm-hmm. The the praise that the game has received is definitely well founded. It's yeah. uh, you know I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story, the graphics, the the actual level of increase in just detail of like, man, this is video game. Th- this is what video <laughs> games are now. This is <laughs> this, this is, is the shit they can do. Games. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just just to see the level of quality in it is just mind blowing. Ladies and um, gentlemen, this and has been video games. The show. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, uh, and I'm excited for more. I'm excited for more. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Kyle Lancer for the intro outro music. We'll be back in a couple weeks with more. Definitely games. more Elden Ring. Yeah, definitely, definitely more, Elden, more Elden, Ring. Elden Ring. I don't see myself not playing Elden Ring almost every day. Uh, I, mean, I have been be playing real. other games. I have been playing other games. You know, Total War Warhammer 3 is still there. I still want to talk about it more. Um, I've been playing... I actually loaded up City Skylines the other day to, to play with my... Really? I have a city that I've been playing for like seven years uh, off and on. Dang. And it, all the save data is in the Steam cloud, and it always has been. So it's like... Every once in a while, I'll just download City Skylines and hop back into my save file and, you know, build a new <laughs> district. And, oh, it's such a therapeutic game. Uh, so much fun. Uh, that being said, City Skylines is currently free on Epic Game Store. So you should grab that if you're into SimCity or if you have fond memories of that genre. It is currently free on Epic Game Store. So go grab it. It is so good. So much fun. It's one of those things where, like, it, I'll start at like 11 p.m. I'll like load in and be like, okay, I'm just going to play for an hour and then go to bed. And then mm. I hop in, I start building, and then it's two. And I'm like, oh, I need to go to bed now. What am I doing? I've just been building bridges and, and, and connecting my roads to clear traffic. And, oh, my God, it's a work night. What am I doing? Yeah, it's... Living your best life is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening thanks to Kyle Lancer for the intro outro music we'll be back I already said this Jesse take you us did, out but, and then you know what I was saying is I was going to say I just I mean they can listen our listeners can hear this I'm I, do you want to play Elden Ring I mean I do more than anything so we're going to end this I have this guests now. coming over and I should clean the house but I do want to play Elden Ring well, what are you trying to tell me now? Now I'm getting mixed signals because two seconds ago I thought I, you and I were about to start it, and now, now it sounds like guests are no, more no, important no. than, than well, becoming the Elden oh, Lords that I, we I were need to become to the be. Elden Lord. I'm so into becoming the Elden Lord right now. <laughs> Very into Elden Ring. We're, oh <laughs> my god, Vier. I'm gonna play Elden Ring with you until anyone shows up, and then that's <laughs> when I'll have to stop. <laughs> I like. I'm still recording. I want this to yeah, be part of the podcast. Yeah, I know podcast. it is. You don't need to say that. Good. Well, good. Well, I want this to be part of it too.
Anything else you want to have part of it? Now's your chance. Uh, no. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.